Thank you for joining the Adult Study Guide podcast. This quarter, we will study through the book of Hebrews. During this study, we will recognize that God has provided better things for us in this age through Jesus Christ. So, grab your copy of the Summer 2022 Adult Study Guide and your Bible and follow along. Lesson 1 is entitled, A Better Message, from Hebrews 1, 1 through 10. Our application is, the student will evaluate the superiority of the person and message of Jesus. Seeking the context. Periodically, people have the opportunity to upgrade the operating systems their computers use. With each new upgrade, the computer supposedly receives the capability to enhance its performance. Last year, though, many received notice from the computer manufacturer that they will no longer support outdated models with future upgrades. The old model will soon become obsolete and incapable of accomplishing tasks required in the future. It will soon be time to upgrade computers. Similarly, many Christians in the first century were holding on to outdated modes of religion that were no longer supported in God's kingdom economy. The book of Hebrews served as God's way of informing them that he had introduced the new covenant in Jesus Christ. The Mosaic law had accomplished what God intended for it to accomplish. Now, it was time for everyone to embrace the new covenant through faith in Jesus Christ. While the writer of Hebrews did not name himself in the book, many theologians have speculated that the Apostle Paul was the author. Whomever the author was, though, the book is apostolic in its approach and divine in its authority. The Holy Spirit spoke powerfully through the writer to encourage Jewish Christians to strengthen their embrace of Jesus as Lord. Jesus had accomplished everything necessary for believers to find eternal rest. The writer also admonished believers to resist the temptation to treat anything else as trustworthy. Since the audience was mostly Jewish, the author acknowledged their tendency to hold tightly to the traditions passed down from one generation to the next. Their devotion to ancestral religious customs compelled them to highly value angels, traditions, festivals, and ceremonies from the Mosaic Law and to hold priests in very high esteem. All of those play important roles in the way God revealed himself to the world through Israel, but they were not ultimate and the writer of Hebrews intended to convince the reader of that reality. Jesus is supreme, and the Jewish Christians who read this epistle were challenged to let go of those things which could never save them in order to embrace Jesus. As we embark on this journey through Hebrews, we may be tempted to belittle the first century Christian recipients for their implied lack of faith and hesitation to exalt Jesus. Before we begin, though, we would be wise to acknowledge our own tendencies to deny the supremacy of Jesus from time to time. Perhaps we might not elevate the Mosaic Law or the experiences of angelic interaction, but we are often tempted to contradict the Lordship of Christ in other ways. Every day you are bombarded with an overload of information. You have access to messages from the government, friends, family, and news media at your fingertips nonstop. It is quite easy to become distracted, 
disgruntled or discouraged by the onslaught of information that makes its way to your mind. While you may not be able to escape contrary messages, you do have the ability to determine how you will respond to them. When you find yourself giving in to fear, doubt, or despair, you can be certain that you have embraced something other than Jesus. In those moments, you forget that Jesus is on his throne and in control of your life. Today, you will be reminded of the superiority of Jesus above every other message you might hear. How easy is it for you to forget about the supremacy of Jesus? Searching the text. Number one, Jesus is the Word of God. Hebrews 1, 1 and 2. God, who at sundry times and in diverse manners spake in times past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds. John began his gospel by describing Jesus Christ as the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1.1 it might seem strange to identify a person as a word, and John's readers may have misunderstood exactly what he meant. The Holy Spirit inspired him to connect the word to Jesus, because a few verses later, John wrote that the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. John 1.14 This word could only refer to Jesus himself. When the writer of Hebrews stated that God spoke by his Son, he affirms that Jesus had become the superior message God wished his people to hear and understand. Not only did Jesus proclaim the message from God to the world, but Jesus was the message from God to the world. Jesus was the message of salvation, rescue, and reconciliation the world desperately longed to hear. It was not as if God had not spoken before Jesus came. The book of Hebrews began with a reminder that God had revealed himself and his will to many different people through his prophets. These messages had been delivered all throughout history in a wide variety of locations and in various manners. Normal people who had been called by God to become his messengers would hear from the Lord and were expected to deliver what God had said to the people who needed to hear. For example, Moses delivered messages from Jehovah to Pharaoh and to the people of Israel over the course of decades as they moved from Egypt toward the land of Canaan. The method of communication God used worked perfectly well for his purposes under the Old Covenant. In the New Covenant, though, the writer of Hebrews points out that receiving God's message of salvation through Jesus Christ himself is far superior. Jesus had been appointed as heir of all things, having created all things himself. Both the messenger and the message, namely, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who came to take away the sins of the world, rose above every other message or messenger. When the Apostle Paul wrote the church in Corinth to persuade them of the supremacy of Jesus, he exclaimed that all the promises of God in him are yea and in him amen. 2 Corinthians 1.20 It may seem like an oversimplification, but Jesus really is the answer for which you look today. Everything God has promised his children finds fulfillment in the Son of God in whom you place your trust. Jesus is the Word of God. 
He is the message the world desperately needs to hear. How does Jesus provide the answer to life's questions? Number two, Jesus displays the glory of God. Hebrews 1, 3 through 9. Who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. For unto which of the angels said he at any time, Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. And again I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. And again, when he bringeth in the first begotten into the world, he saith, And let all the angels of God worship him. And of the angels he saith, Who maketh his angels spirits, and his ministers a flame of fire? But unto the Son he saith, Thy throne, O God, is for ever and ever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore God, even thy God, hath anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. The thrust of the earthly ministry of Jesus leading up to Calvary was to demonstrate his deity. Before he rose from the grave, many people, including his own disciples, struggled to embrace his identity as God. Philip, one of Jesus' disciples, asked Jesus to prove his identity by somehow allowing them to see God. This was not an unusual request. God's people have always desired to see him, Exodus 33, verse 18. But instead of promising to show Philip a vision of God's glory, he told Philip, He that hath seen me hath seen the Father, John 14, 9. Jesus unflinchingly placed himself on the same level as God the Father. The writer of Hebrews claimed the same divinity concerning Jesus, whose glory equaled the brightness of the glory of God. In verse 3, the writer of Hebrews was inspired by the Holy Spirit to use the Greek word from which we derive the English word character. Express image comes from this word which denoted the tool used to stamp the same precise image in every reproduction of a product. Jesus is the precise image of God, which means his glory and beauty is at the same level of God the Father's. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the second person in the Trinity, upholds the universe he created just by his glorious and powerful word. The reader may observe the glory of God not only in the person of Jesus, but also in his work. Humanity was in a desperate situation because of sin. Every effort to do good, to obey God and his law, only ended in more heartbreak as the great chasm between God and man only deepened. Mankind stood in desperate need of being cleansed. Only one person could do what billions had tried to accomplish, and that one person is Jesus. On his own, Jesus purged the sins of mankind through his death, burial, and resurrection. Once his work was completed, he took his seat at the right hand of God in heaven. The glorious work of redemption was accomplished by Jesus himself. His, by his birthright and his work, who he is and what he has done and is doing, 
Jesus possesses a name that is above every name, even above the most glorious created beings imagined, including angels. Humans tend to be fascinated with angels, even elevating them to objects of worship. The writer of Hebrews explained that, historically, Jesus had always stood above every created being in prominence, even angels. Jesus had been foretold as the begotten Son of God, Psalms 2, 7, 89, 26, and 27, commanding the worship of angels at his birth, Hebrews 1, 6, and Luke 2, 10 through 14. Angels are wonderful creations of God and consequently cause humans to speculate as to the extent of their splendor and activity. But angels are servants of God, and compared to Jesus, they fall significantly short of his glory and dominion. Psalms 45, 6 and 7, 104, 4. Because of who he is, Jesus possesses an inheritance that angels will never receive, namely, an inheritance rightfully reserved for the Son of God. Jesus displays the glory of God in his person, his work, his inheritance, and in his holiness. The nature of Jesus is pure and undefiled. Though he was tempted, reviled, mocked, betrayed, and crucified, never once did Jesus commit sin, neither in his thoughts nor his behavior. The life of Jesus displayed the pure glory of God in his hatred of evil and his love of righteousness. As a king would have been anointed with oil, so Jesus displayed the glistening glory of God for all to see, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. Colossians 1.15 How do you daily recognize and celebrate the glory of Christ in your life? Number three. Jesus possesses the authority of God. Hebrews 1.10 And thou, Lord, in the beginning hast laid the foundation of the earth, and the heavens are the works of thy hands. As the writer of Hebrews quoted scripture after scripture to show how Jesus fulfilled the promises of God, he reminded the reader of Psalm 102.25-27, which ascribed creative authority to God. He gave Jesus the credit for laying the foundation of the earth in the beginning, which means that the creation account rec recorded in Genesis was performed by the Son of God. This reality places Jesus above every other created being, including prophets and angels. Those who willingly acknowledge that Jesus was a good teacher or prophet, but fail to see his divinity as laid out in Scripture, will find themselves in serious, eternal doubt if they do not repent and trust him as Savior and Lord. Jesus is more than a good teacher. The heavens are the works of his hands. What has been created will wear out like a garment, but Jesus will remain the same, forever reigning as king. Jesus created everything, whether they are visible or invisible, to the human eye. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. Colossians 1, 16 and 17. This cannot be said truthfully about any other human being who has ever walked this earth. The authority of Jesus as God should not be surprising to the Bible student. Every prophecy concerning him demonstrated that the Messiah would be divine. Even his birth was especially recognized as an earth-shaking development which garnered the praise of men and angels alike. 
The earthly ministry of Jesus was filled with instruction and displays of divinity, which showcased his authority. His resurrection and ascension showed everyone that he was more than a mere human being. Any religious teaching that ignores the creative authority of Jesus and does not acknowledge him as God in the flesh must be disregarded as heresy. Those who reject him must be persuaded out of love to repent and embrace Jesus Christ as Lord. What does the creative authority of Jesus mean to you? Setting the application. From the beginning words of the book of Hebrews, the reader should infer that some in the original audience had been tempted to depreciate Jesus in their hearts, to begin following a strange teaching, or to fully revert to following the Mosaic law. They were presumably fascinated with angels to the degree that some saw angels as having greater glory than Jesus. The original audience seemed to have placed higher value on the religious experience of worshiping God instead of faithfully enduring challenges, resting faithfully in Jesus. Following Jesus will definitely bring life-altering experiences. A Holy Spirit-filled life will look differently than the life of an unsaved person. But the moment a person begins seeking the experiences of following Jesus instead of Jesus himself, he has been led astray by his own desires. Jesus is God and he is enough. Be satisfied with Jesus whether or not following him brings fantastic experiences. Jesus is the word of God. He is the supreme messenger and message the world desperately needs. Jesus displays the glory of God in his person, his work, his inheritance, and his holiness. Jesus possesses the authority of God. He created and sustains every created thing by the word of his power. Resist all urges and reject all ideas that deny the divinity, glory, and authority of Jesus Christ. What can you do practically to keep Jesus as supreme in your day-to-day -day activities? Thank you for joining us for another lesson in the Adult Study Guide podcast. We look forward to studying again with you next week as we continue our study of better things in the book of Hebrews. Until then, join us daily for our daily devotionals at www.bogardpress.org.